All the Willoughby children ever wanted was to have a normal family. But their loving parents had no love left over for them. Hi, Mommy. They are creepy. Barnabies, will you stop? Our parents are the worst. Just think about how great our family could be if they were gone. How do you propose we discard of two insidious grown-ups? Easy. There. There! So that's why the Willoughby children... We shall craft a dangerous adventure. ...are sending their parents on a trip to die for. Ghastly! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics movie review. And today we will be reviewing The Willoughbys. I am your host, Christian, and joining me today... As always, is my co-host Tevin. How are you doing today, man? Happy Sunday! It is a happy Sunday. It's actually very nice out in Ohio for the first time in weeks. Really? Hmm. That's good. It was pretty nice here in um, in Nashville yesterday. Actually, went out for a nice walk. Decided to get out of the house for a little bit. Had my gloves and my mask on, of course. But it was it was pretty nice. But um, um, but like other than that, like you know, your, your weekend, your weekend's been good. Pretty, pretty much been playing a lot of Beat Saber. I'm assuming. Yeah, getting getting a nice, getting kind of sore actually from so much oh. Beat Sabering. The shoulders that, that. Getting a little stiff. It's good. A nice that, that's, that's a nice little workout though for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's something. Yeah, it really is. I um I currently actually picked up a new game for my play for my PlayStation. A game I never thought. I would actually play. I picked up Persona 5 Royal. Um, it's like a JRPG, um, a huge, huge game. Apparently, a lot of people like it. And I had, I had a, um, I ran into a Target gift card that I had that I totally forgot that I had. So I was like, I'll pick it up, try, try playing it. Um, caught up in Rick and Morty, watched the new oh, episode yeah. that came out. <laughs> tonight. That was pretty good. Oh, th there's another one tonight. Yeah, the new For ones tonight. Okay, because I think, wait, was it five episodes or is it four episodes? Yeah, it was, it was five. Okay, what was, what okay. Was the one you watched? What was the title? Uh, the last one I watched is when, um, oh my gosh, I I forgot. It was with um, Rick's dad. His, he was like a light as a feather, but <laughs> he was wearing shoes at the same time, but they oh, kind of yeah. made up. Yeah, I I forgot the name of it. But yeah, that was last Jerry half of the season. Okay, see, I thought it was four and four, so that was my mistake there. Anyway, um, but uh, before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Podbean, the whole nine, uh, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere we can. Um, I've been looking in to see if <laughs> if we can get onto Pandora. I did put in a request a while ago. But I haven't heard anything back, so I might have to revisit them there. Uh, but the good, the good old days of Pandora, uh, we're young and naive. My gosh, it's honestly not. It's just it's not a bad app. It's just not for us. So it's like eh, let's just let's just keep that to the uh, the elderly or the the older generations, I should say. But um, as we said before, we built we yeah, we will be reviewing uh, the new Netflix original movie, The Willoughby's. Uh, its initial release date was on the twenty second of April. Uh, director is Chris uh, Pern, Pern, Pern. Sure, 
Yeah. And it's based on a, I believe it's a book by Lois Lowry and narrated by Ricky Jarvis. Jarvis. Excuse yeah. me. And um, looks like the reviews so far, I guess for Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Tomato Meter so is at 89 and, rot- and the audience score, excuse me, is at a 69. Uh, for Rotten Tomatoes. And the IMDb is, I think it's around at 6 point something. 6, 6.5 out of 10. So we'll give our thoughts, you know, our rankings later on. But let me read the synopsis really quick. And then we'll go through, um, we'll go through some stalking points. I don't think we really need to do a non-spoiler and spoiler for this. We're just going to kind of just go with the flow and talk about what yeah. we want to talk about. So if you, 10 days. Right. And if you haven't seen the movie as of yet, uh, turn back now, watch it, come back and uh, listen to the rest of the podcast. But the synopsis reads, re- uh, man, I cannot talk today. Uh, convinced they'd be better off raising themselves. The Willoughby children hatch a sneaky plan to their selfish, uh, to send their selfish parents on vacation. Uh, the siblings then embark on their own high-flying adventure to find the true meaning of family. So, yeah, yeah. pretty um, pretty stacked cast, I'd say. You got Will Forte voicing a, a young child, which is interesting. Um, Maya Rudolph, <laughs> Alessia Cara, great singer, did some good singing. Terry Crews, classic Terry. I thought that was Terry Crews. Yeah, then Martin Short. Jane, Jane Krakowski, just a solid, solid little cast we got here. Yeah, didn't enjoy that part. Yeah, I really did. Um, I really did enjoy the voice acting uh, in this movie, and I figured it's something new, obviously something fresh, and it looked interesting enough for us to just go ahead and review it. But um, I will say, it's starting off um, before we like dive into the story. I, w- I wanted to talk about the animation for a little bit because yeah. at first I was kind of turned off by it when I first when I my first time seeing the trailer, but then it kind of grew on me. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it worked really well because it, it was so unique. It's like I don't think I've ever really seen much animation look like this. It's kind of like Tim Burton, but not quite, not quite as weird. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of not necessarily um, with, with like uh, Spider Verse. They purposely um, shot it in. Well, it it I, I don't know if it was like twenty five or like fifteen frames per second because I read a article saying that you know your brain kind of fills in those empty frames so you can kind of get a smooth transition. This was kind of like that, but not really. But it wasn't too claymation-y um so yeah it is pretty much like a, a tim burton film but i really yeah i um the animation especially like with the fire i mean it was simple but very effective and when you know they, they definitely had moments in the movie where the animation definitely shines and they kind of push it towards its limit saying hey you know this is you know this is how far we can go and this is what we can do with this film and for for the bigger moments um i should say but um i wanted to get your first thoughts about the film overall um it was like extremely fast-paced like there was just like always something happening in every scene which is good and bad it's good because you have something to look at on every scene there's always like something happening you can like that draws your attention but the bad part is they're just kind of throwing stuff at a wall 
and hoping a lot of it sticks, but I don't think a lot of it stuck. I think some things stuck, but overall, they really just kind of threw everything at you at once and, and hoped it would work. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out if, you know, watching it, obviously finishing the film, what really resonated with me or like what's the one thing that stuck from this film that I would remember if someone were to say, hey, you know, oh, like I just watched The Willoughbys and I would say, oh, you know, like all the animation was amazing or um, just something like some type of phrase or something that, you know, people can kind of pick up. Um, when it came to like catchphrases, I thought the script was totally fine. You know, it's a very basic um, story. And I actually, I actually liked uh, Ricky Jarvis, uh, Gervais, excuse me, um, narrating. And yeah, he was, that I was mean, one of the best parts. Yeah. Even though and, he, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he starts off the entire film and I thought it was like a England couple you know moved to America, yeah I thought, which, I thought it was going to be like a british type movie because of the name and ricky gervais but then look, looked like they were in like new york city or something yeah and it did i mean i guess you can say that the two parents um you know they just they're, they're so in love with each other that they just cancel everything out neg neglect their children and totally forget about them which, I mean, it makes sense, you know, if you're that, quote-unquote, much in love, then you would spring a few children here or there. In this case, they had four. Um, and <laughs> the two um, <laughs> the two twins, was it Barnaby? Barnaby A and Barnaby B, I think it was. Um, they were okay. I thought they were definitely meant to be the, um, you know, the tension relievers, but it didn't work as well. But I did like Jane, the sister, and the the nanny, and um, the baby as well. Ruth was the baby's name? Baby Ruth? Yeah. The, the baby, <laughs> I don't know, the baby part was weird. It was like, where did it come from? They never explained any of that. Right. It just showed up, and then they got rid of it, and then it came back. It was weird. <laughs> just like out of nowhere. It was like, oh, a baby got dropped out of the doorstep. I thought it was a dog at first yeah. or some kind of like rat. And I was like, since when does a baby make those noises? Like, it was actually yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> but I guess it didn't really matter too much because, I mean, the baby was an orphan. But at the same time, you know, they, they had that orphan, the orphan organization, um, you know, come and after the kids like send their parents away. And the parents are like, oh, like they have some kind of sense where they're like, well, we just can't leave the children here because at first it seems that they only acknowledge that they're firstborn. I, what was his name? Was it James? Uh, Tim. Tim. Okay. So first they only acknowledge that Tim, um, it seems that they only acknowledge that Tim was the only child that they have, but I mean, it kind of, which kind of makes sense. But then again, I'm like, you don't realize that there's like three other people living in the house, but they're like, hey, you know, we can't go on this vacation, quote unquote, because they're trying to orphan themselves and all this this huge ruse. Um, but like, I I I liked it overall. Um, but I thought those parts, you know, with the parents and the children, where it was like, it seemed like the movie um, needed the parents to acknowledge the kids when. You know when it absolutely when it was like absolutely necessary, but other than that, it was like nope. But 
I mean, that, yeah. that was kind of weird, but I don't one, know. One other issue I had was they didn't introduce uh, Terry Pooja's character very well. He kind of just showed up, and we were like expected to kind of know like who he was, but we don't because they didn't introduce him. <laughs> like they made him seem like he was like this Willy Wonka type guy in that universe, but how would we have known that? Um, yeah, it was weird. I, I didn't even think about Willy Wonka when I saw the candy factory. I'm like, oh, that's a nice yeah, candy that's, that's factory. That's all I can think about. <laughs> and it never really slipped my mind. But um, what, what did you think of the babysitter? Uh, I thought the nanny was pretty good. She um, she actually got an introduction. I'm like the candy guy, which was nice. Right. We actually know some little bit of backstory about her. But yeah, I liked how she came back and formed a nice little family. Yeah, I, I will say uh, mustaches are like a really big thing in this in this film, and you know all the all the great Willoughby men and the women <laughs> have like amazing mustaches. But you know the the current most recent uh, adult Willoughby, I guess he gets his mustache cut off by his wife, <laughs> yeah. but like he kept making that really weird. Like I growling. hated that. They I did not doing like it. it. Why? <laughs> He's like, Rrr. oh my god! What's but like the his, point? But like their their throats and like their necks are so long that it was like this really it made weird, me uncomfortable. Yeah, it looked weird because like they would refer to each other as father and mother or mommykins or whatever it was, and I was like, okay, what's going on here? It, 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 it definitely um, went a little too far with that little love story there. Especially for a kids movie, yeah, so it just got to a weird point. I mean, it's I definitely feel like right. Um, I um, I definitely feel like this film could have taken a more realistic approach, even if they were to make this into a movie of like you know a live action movie. They could definitely spin this a different way. I mean, it, I, was, I, I mean, was thinking like halfway through that it could have been a, a good series because it felt like throughout the movie, like different episodes were happening and then they would just move on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. And, and actually, that um, and that's a good point that you brought up there because I never really thought about doing that. But actually thinking back on it, it's kind of like a, a series of unfortunate events. It's kind of not I mean, not exactly the same premise, but somewhat similar but they yeah they definitely could have made a um a type of tv series out of this but they 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 might have to you know make a little bit more realistic because i mean i don't think you know parents would actually fall for the whole uh travel agency you know thing the way that they executed it in the film in the netflix netflix film uh it would have to be a little bit different but I can definitely see this being like live action. Um, I mean, but you know, the silliness of of it was, you know, the kids trick the parents and then, you know, uh, they, all the children are very, you know, they're loving the nanny, but then uh, Tim isn't. And then they all learn to become a nice little family at the end. But yeah. And I guess the parents die. They didn't really show it, but they insinuated that they got eaten by a shark yeah because at first they're like oh you know we can't let our parents die after the whole yeah i, um, I, I didn't like that that was an eye roller for me like 
Like, like, oh. do you did you did you want them to actually just like kill them off, or as, as, as soon as uh, you saw that they were gonna go to try to save them, you just knew what was gonna happen. Like, obviously, yeah. they're not gonna change. It's been how many years? <laughs> yeah, that is true. And I mean, of course, they would have it to where. I mean, like, I guess that's like a common like cartoon trope because as many times, how many times have we seen um, like Team Rocket like blasting off again? Like, they easily probably obviously should have been killed and it's like oh man we haven't seen team rocket in a while and they're like either stuck on some <laughs> island or out to sea like on some like random like branch of um like wood or raft or something like that yeah team but, rocket's actually a pretty good analogy for the parents just like kind of way cartoonish and over the top yeah like super super like too much too much in love and i thought there was going to be a little bit of conflict between them because it did seem like the mom was getting a little bit tired of the um of the husband at the time but i guess they kind of just glossed over it because they were like crazy crazy yeah. in love also the the knitting part was weird like she was obsessed <laughs> in knitting it looks like their hair is made out of yarn i don't know yeah. what's, what's the whole yarn theme for the movie i don't get that uh, i i i honestly don't know I, I couldn't tell. I mean, I liked, you know, yeah, like the hair was interesting because, yeah, because the yarn in the hair pretty much <laughs> knitted, uh, pretty much um, were, were the same. But I, I don't know. I will say I like the uh, the song that Jane would sing. Yeah, I liked, um, I liked like, I mean, obviously, Alessia Carr has a great voice and I liked the singing. It was just weird that it was only her. Like, to just have her character be the only one who breaks out in a song. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I guess they wanted to show that she was musical, which I mean, I get it. But like, they also, she was they like, also showed that like the twins were like some kind of inventors in the beginning, but then never showed that again. Right. Like, I kind of like that. And then, and then Tim, <laughs> Tim had no qualities. I guess he didn't really do anything special. He just sat there and complained the entire time. <laughs> yeah. About oh, we're, we're really, Willoughby's. We're really starting to pick this apart here. It's all right. <laughs> but um, so I guess uh, so really. So what was like one of your favorite moments of the film? And then I guess we'll kind of just I didn't imagine we, <laughs> we were going to rip it apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite parts. I, I just liked Ricky Gervais's narrator cat character. Mm -hmm. I also liked how he like actually interfered with the story to get things going. Yeah, that was pretty unique. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say um, I can't. I mean, I, I would agree with you for Ricky Gervais. Um, I would. The other thing I would just say, I guess it would just be the animation um, overall. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. I can't think of like a, an exactly specific scene. I guess it would be between the nanny and um, their version of Willy Wonka because it kind of showed that they were interested in each other. And, you know, she was uh, saying that. Uh, you know, oh, like you, you have this orphan baby here, and you know she can't live on sweets forever. And they kind of touched on the, um, you know, too much of a good thing. I think it was. I might be getting my movies mixed up because I actually watched a few this weekend. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When they're talking about like too much of a good thing can also be a bad thing, because um, you know the kids kind of go like super crazy and wild when they officially send their parents away. But I yeah. can't remember if that was part of it. I might just be thinking of another movie that I watched this weekend, but oh well. Um, yeah. It was definitely so, very, very wild, fast-paced. Like, I think kids are going to love this movie. 
which oh, is absolutely it's obviously the purpose so they, yeah. they did that a good job of that but yeah it's a good kids movie yeah, yeah. absolutely for sure i mean as long as long as some audience is actually enjoying it i'm all you know all hands on deck absolutely but uh you want to get into the scores here yeah so what would you give uh the willoughby's out of 100 i think i'm going with a 60 okay um <clears throat> i would i was and i thought about this for a while i was gonna do a 65 um just because i really did like the concept i love the animation um you know the i mean the soundtrack was fine but i really the, what really got me like i said before was the animation those like beautiful um you know the landscape scenes that they did and just how every the, the world felt very real it didn't feel fake it felt like it was it in its own little bubble but i i would give it a, a 65 out of 100 for sure so yeah i mean not really much <laughs> else to say there but if you haven't watched this film yet for anyone out there uh who is uh listening definitely give it a watch um you know, it 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 is something to pass the time, and it, honestly, it's it's not it's not a bad film. There there are definitely worse out there, but I think this is for for Netflix. I feel like this is more of a solid middle of the road. It's not like amazing, but it's not terrible either. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. But uh, was there anything else you wanted to uh, touch on before we uh, close up here, Devin? Uh, no, will will not be anything to add <laughs> all right everyone so that pretty much concludes our review of the willoughby's that is now streaming on netflix and again you can listen to our podcast on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher pretty much any major podcast platform you can think of minus sirius xm and um <laughs> I was going to say Persona, <laughs> which was not correct. Uh, Pandora. There we go. So uh, you can listen to us anywhere on there. And um, I actually forgot to mention this in our last, um, in our previous podcast or previous uh, news episode, uh, we are doing a giveaway for the Avengers Endgame. I came across a code that was given to me um, and they uh, you know, to use as a giveaway. So um, this person did want to uh, remain anonymous. So uh, I'll just say thank you to that person. I believe we are going to be choosing the winner next, this coming up Wednesday. So I'll put the um, the giveaway link to enter uh, in the description below. And as well, um, this will be up on YouTube. And uh, I'm not sure what we're reviewing next. Um, when does that? Um, oh my gosh, these it's it's from the creators of Rick and Morty, it's coming out on Hulu. I think it comes out it's like May 5th. May 5th, oh, yeah. okay, cool, two days from now. So maybe that'll be our next review. I forgot the name of it. Um, um, Solar Opposites, Solar Opposites. Um, hopefully, you know, depending on how many episodes of those are out we will be doing a review of that but also want to let everyone know that uh we will be doing a uh star wars the clone wars season seven uh spoiler cast or just a full-on spoiler review of that season um i will be uh i will be joined by uh ren geekness 
on YouTube and uh, Pat from the Cinemania World team as well. So keep a lookout for that. I think that's gonna, I think we're gonna record for that on Saturday, my birthday. So it gives me something to do. Um, uh, TBD on if Devin will be joining us, but I'm, I'm hoping he will. We also uh, got um the Mandalorian <laughs> documentary if we wanted to dive into That's that. That's right. Oh, there's so many things coming out in May. Yeah, the, the Mandalorian documentary comes out May 4th as well. And if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker um as well, that also comes out on Star Wars Day. So um yeah, I almost forgot that's a good call, man. I almost forgot about that. So we will just follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. Uh, for more news updates on what we will be reviewing next, you can also follow us on Instagram. And uh, that pretty much does it. And we will see you in the next one. Peace.